Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned in purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. We are so excited to have you here. And today we are welcoming one of our favorite people in the entire world, Ashley Henry. Welcome, Ashley. Um, I want to say, and it's so great for all of us to be literally sitting in a quote unquote virtual room today. And you guys are going to get a quick little like sneak peek of behind the scenes of what it's like when the three of us get together. It is full it's of a mess. craziness. A mess. I, I have one eyeball worth of lashes on and we're sitting in our closets <laughs> like this is something. I mean, it's going to be a fabulous uh, episode because Ashley is the founder of the Cheetah Company, and we are so glad to have her join us today. Um, this is going to be like a conversation with old friends, uh, and we are always down for some crazy good fun. It always ensues when we get together virtually or in person. We were actually recently together in Asheville, which is where Ashley lives, and so that was a, a really fun, awesome weekend. But Ashley, we would love for you to give us a quick glimpse into what you do in the Cheetah Company and a a little bit about your business history. Oh yeah. I guess we have to start with like, why did this company come to fruition? So we're a modernized marketing and sales firm with a traditional and timeless twist. Uh, we serve modern business women with marketing and sales, consulting, coaching, and education. We've had the honor of working with over a hundred clients around the globe, but it started with being in a self-funded startup. I was a marketing strategist as the pandemic started rolling around. Our million dollar client had to million dollar go. Obviously, there was a lot of things happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's, something, that's something right there. <laughs> um, they were in voluntary medical. And so we really had to pivot, help more small businesses, all things. And letting go of seven team members for my 13 member marketing team broke my heart and also made me realize like, I could probably do this myself and I could have, I could have what I want to bring into a company. So that's really like where it all started was watching the headlines say like strike and fear everywhere. And I was like, you know what, baby, to my husband, I think I could do it myself. And he looked at me. Can like, I tell you, that is how so many businesses start. Yes. That is how the greatest businesses start. Because even, even with what I did as a wedding photographer, I had a really crappy experience with our wedding photographer. And I was like, no, 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 no people pay way too much money for this and to not enjoy the experience that's trash. And so I love that that was, that was the start of this. People act like sometimes when it comes to business that you have to have this like profound moment and you have to have this full strategic business plan ready to go. And I'm like, no, girl, all no. you got to know is you can do it better than somebody else. <laughs> well, and you know what? What's so funny is that I started with a camera because I wanted beautiful pictures of our girls in long white dresses on the beach. And I actually couldn't afford the photographer that did that in our town. So I was like, I can do it myself. Watch this. And then that started everybody else saying, hey, would you do ours? Hey, would you do ours? I was like, wait a minute. I didn't want to actually start a business. I was just doing this for myself. And then, you know, 15, 16, 17 years later. I have a business. So you're right. That's how so many of us actually got started in this. Our podcasting uh, uh, editor, Zach, that is, <laughs> sorry, Zach, you're going to hear this. And he's going to be like, these two women have shoved people in my face for the last <laughs> year. And this is now, now he doesn't have a choice. He's just doing this business and it's the best. So I love that, Ashley. I love yes. it. Tell us more. 
Well, I feel like I was going to say just a little bit of holy rage is like what starts every business. Like, no, yes, I want to do it better. Um, so we had the sit down moment. I did have to bring a little PowerPoint because my husband's an Enneagram <laughs> nine wing one. And I was like, I think I can do this. And here's why. So we started out as a social media and lead generation agency, which is perfect for our sales conversation. It's just for women. We did have a couple of guys in the mix and that was super fun too. But essentially I started realizing this is not the lifestyle I want to have for the next 10, 15 years. Agency life is insane. And right. we rehauled the business model sustainably, slowly over 10 months. And now that's where we're at, consulting, coaching, and education. I love that. I love it. So, so Ashley, let's dive into sales because that's what our, our episode is called today, The Truth About Making Sales with Ashley Henry. So you are like the sales queen. And we would love to know a little bit about, you know, your your outlook on marketing and sales, you know it like the back of your hand. Um, Melissa and I both have worked with Ashley. She has helped us with launches and she's, I mean, she's just, she's a, a queen and a powerhouse when it comes to this. So the, the beauty of how you approach it though, is that you do it with so much heart and grace. And so can you just give us a little snippet of your unique approach to sales? Oh gosh. Well, first and foremost, marketing and sales, I think of them as like the Bay and Jay, the power couple. Yeah. <laughs> your sales are yes. not going to work if your marketing is speaking a different language. And like Bay and Jay have that secret language. You can see it on stage. I know we had conversations about Bay and Jay, but we'll just leave that <laughs> in Asheville. That's right. That's right. Podcast episode. That's um, and we, we'll keep that quiet. Quiet. <laughs> but I really do think of it like that because otherwise we can't we can't have a conversation with our customer one-to-one or on a sales page or at a sales DM drop, however you want to do it in person. If our marketing is saying like, I'm talking to this person over here, but then I'm trying to sell you over here with something different. It's just like the package doesn't match the product. So that's the biggest thing is like marketing and sales is a power couple. How can you marry them together more and more to say the same thing, have the same language. And overall with sales, I think it's really just, so relational. I was talking with a client yesterday and she was like, well, I have a client. It's like her first client for real estate. And she's like, I have a client, but it was a referral and I didn't go out there and sell. So it's not really my client. And I was like, excuse me, miss ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Are they paying you monties? That's your client. That's your client. (laughs) That's e-commerce. You just... So I just think it's relational. It comes through several ways of relation. And the more that you can be relational with your sales copy, your assets, your information, the better. So if you think you have to like go hard sell, like what is that movie? Y'all are going to know. Coffee is for closers. It's not like this like bro thing. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. You don't know know it? Oh, it's Uh -uh. like Glenn, Glenn Gary Ross, maybe. It's very. No, girl. Couldn't tell you. I don't know it. Okay. Well, if you want to know, yeah, if you want to know what not to do in sales, maybe watch that movie and then. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. We need to know this. Yeah. But it's just, it doesn't have to be so much about like um, a slap on the back and like, let's go, let's sell. It can be a lot more feminine, masculine. I know that you guys marry the two a lot. So we can talk tactics, strategies, whatever. 
Right. I would love to, before you give us some, just a couple of points that help make sales magic. Like we want to know possibly like three things that you would have people evaluate if they're struggling to make sales um, or thing, three things that would help them move the needle to, to bring in more money in the door. But before we do that, I would love for you to talk about the mindset piece behind mm-hmm. The strategy of selling, because I know that with my clients and and in business in general, one thing that I talk to, especially a lot of women about, is that it is hard for them to talk about money when it comes to uh, feeling like they are producing something that's valuable enough for people to exchange their money for their product. And uh, it's not everybody, but but especially for people who are new or especially for people who have run businesses that have run them into the ground, you know, where your business is running you instead of you running it. Um, it can be really difficult to kind of put yourself back out there and solicit this new product and talk to people about something. And I, I know for Corey and I, it was such a shift from sales to service a couple of years ago, and it changed the dynamic of how we sell um, because we really do believe that the products that we offer, the services that we offer are there to help um, elevate and help encourage the women and men that we serve. Um, And that's just kind of like our whole uh, mindset within the reboot in and of itself. But how just like one quick tip. I mean, let's narrow it all down to one, please. But one <laughs> one thing that you think is really important when it comes to your mindset behind sales, before you give us like a couple of key things that can help elevate and make sure that we secure the sales. <laughs> it's so funny because y'all have been in consulting and you know that my bullet points are like forever and long on my documentation. <laughs> So we love them. <laughs> we love them. Mindset. I mean, exactly what you said regarding service. If you think that you're going out to sell this person and you're trying to close them, you get into this weird, funky energy of desperation, and the other person can definitely. Yes, <laughs> they can tell. They can tell. It's like dating. If you go on a date and you're like, hey, "I'm so excited to be here," that person <laughs> is going to be like, "Excuse me, I must leave." <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom and then call my friend, and I'm jumping out of the window right now. Thanks. <laughs> Have y'all seen that like, is it Toyota commercial where she literally leaves? She like quick starts her car and leaves a date real fast. That is so good. I was like the marketing. That's right. Well, and dating is a little like, you know, a great analogy for sales. Yeah, definitely. So letting go of the desperation, shaking it out. um, Overall, like calming your nervous system. So jumping around, dancing, like Getting some of that nervous energy out of your body will settle the the body. But in your mind, your prefrontal cortex is the same place that you take quick action and where you host all criticism from your whole life. So you have to remember like your brain is kind of working against you, having some sunshine notes next to you. Like this client said this about me. This client said that about me. I say this about me. If you, you just said sunshine notes and I'm like, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes ma'am. Oh, sunshine yes, notes. So Give me some of those. Guess what I'm going to do after this podcast? I'm, I'm, I'm going to get my sticky, my colorful sticky notes that I love so much. Oh. I'm going to put freaking sunshine notes all over my desk. Yes, ma'am. People are going to come into our house and be like, um, you really like yourself. And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> sunshine notes. Don't judge. Okay. But isn't that yes. better than going into like 
bless it. We're all from the South. We can say it, I think. But you go into a house and you're like, oh, she might be struggling with some enoughness. Like the size. <laughs> it's everything is enough. Okay. Except for I was the person that got that word tattooed on their body no. before <laughs> the movement. Okay. And then I'm not kidding you. This is the best thing in the whole world because I laugh so hard. I'm like, when I got the word enough, it was before it was a thing. And um, because I'm elderly. And when about two years later, the enough movement came out. And I'm not kidding you. Every week for like eight months, I was getting a candle that said, you are enough. I was like, I, this is this did not come at a place from me being so insecure with myself. This came in no. a place where I was like, satisfaction, like this is enough. Like I, this is, a, I've done enough. And everybody, they still be tagging me and stuff where it's like, everything was terrible about her life, but she was enough. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so just FYI, that backfired on me. So I get it. <laughs> I love that. I just, I could continue laughing. So I'm just going to pause myself. <laughs> yes, please. Nervous system out. Okay, go ahead. You did the mindset. You like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think Sunshine Notes, I think too, being able to focus on the way that you're going to help this client, I, that's to me. And I feel like I am pretty good at sales. I think that what people lack when it comes to actually having the success with sales is that they don't really believe in the product that they're selling enough to know that someone else needs it too. And um, I remember I worked in banking years and years ago before I started my business and went full time. And um, I had the highest number of sales for any teller within our banking system. Um, and I worked the shortest shift. I was only four hours a day, Monday through Friday. And I came in, I remember the one year that I really invested in like digging in and getting referrals and sales. Um, I was number two in the entire company. And this was like a region wide bank. And um, it was because I knew that if I talked fast and I told people what they needed, they would say yes. Okay. And I, I think that even though there are times where that can be absolutely used against a person because you're not giving them a word in edgewise to let them ask questions or if they don't actually need it. You know, it's the, um, what's the method? Straggler method. Is that it, Corey? Where we, um, Stagler method, where you <laughs> sell someone what they need, not just what you want them to have. And so there can be some messiness around that. But if you actually are talking to a person and you are meeting the need, you have the authority to be 100% confident in what you're trying to sell because you really are going to be helping them. But so many people get so caught up in, and, and none of us are immune to that. People who've been doing sales forever, like we all still struggle. Um, but if, if you're convinced that someone actually needs your product, it's going to help you speak about it from a place of confidence that um, will diminish any kind of um, doubt or inferiority or stress when it comes to your self-worth and your value when they say no or when they say not now. Because I really feel like if your product is something that someone needs, it's not a matter of if, but when, and you just have to play the long game. Mm-hmm. That'll There's some snaps. Sunshine. I know. I was all like, can we snap? Snap? All the snaps for that. <laughs> I all love the that. Snaps. Well, and you know what? I have a, a similar experience talking about like in-person sales and like for photographers, that's kind of a, 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 a sticking point for some people. Like you're either team 
IPS or team, you know, just give them everything that you've shot. And so, and then there's also a happy medium in there. And so when I started doing in-person sales, it really was from a place of service. And I knew that I had been listening to my customers and they needed, the moms, especially when I was really focusing in senior photography, they really needed somebody to hold their hand and to help them make the decisions and, and have a format or a formula or a framework of the prints that they were going to need and then just walk them through it. And so every time I would go into an, a, a sales meeting or a sales call, it was always like, tell me how you're going to use these. Are you somebody that puts things on the wall? Are you somebody who just needs digitals because you're just want to preserve this moment and this memory and this, this, this precious time in your child's life. Um, and then let's let's look at the packages that I offer and let's see which one fits you best. And I always would say, I'm not going to try to upsell you. Please know I am here to hear what you need. And then I'm going to match the offers that I have to get you the best deal, but also exactly what you need. And right there from the very beginning, and I don't know if that's a sales strategy or not, it was just the way that I tried to approach things with my heart, was it almost broke down that barrier of she's going to try to sell me more than what I actually need or want. And as soon as that was the case, then we would start looking. And like, I mean, they were, I mean, I was, you know, in the eight, $9,000 range, $800, dollars $1,000 range. And everybody walked away feeling so great from that exchange because they knew that they had been served, they had been listened to, and they were going to get an amazing final product and had a great client experience. So I think that when we look at it from, like Melissa said, a, a place of service and also listening to what people actually need and then figuring out a way to match your offers to what it is that they need. It doesn't mean creating a custom package for everybody, but it means listening to what they need or want, or you feel like once they start talking, okay, this is the direction they need to go in. And actually in your company, you have several different ways that people can work with you. So I'm sure you have experienced this also where when you listen to a client who's maybe coming in for an inquiry, I know I do this with my um, branding clients now, and you kind of can guide them into the offer that best suits them. Because I think for all of us who are running businesses with our heart, you know, on our sleeve and, and uh, from a place of service, we want them to have success because ultimately their success is our success. And then we create that circle of success and help other people go and get it again and bring more clients in. So will you talk to a little a bit up to that point. Yeah, it, it's funny that you're sharing this because we just we're renovating a house. It's going to be a short term rental, maybe a long term. And we've had four contractors come in, look at the foundation of our home because it kind of like does some levely things. And, you know, <laughs> and right. we were just like, is this fine or not? And it's from the 60s, rebuilt in 08. And three of them have been like, this would be a great benefit to our company for you to pay us $20,000. It would be of no benefit to you. You can level this floor from the top up. We had another company come in, the fourth person, who said, this is going to be $25,000. You can put it on finance, 18% financing, like interest rate rise. And so we were like, who is the real guy here? Who's the person we can trust? And if someone feels like that in your business, that's going to get around. That's your reputation. That's your brand reputation from then on out. And for us, I'd rather, as a top performing salesperson, I will lose sales. I do not care if like, it's not good for you and it's not a great fit for your business. And you've kind of already mastered the skills that we teach. No, I'm going to pass you on to somebody else. And I just did that with Corey. Corey has like an incredible person in the brand 
photography roadmap. I feel like I'm going to like switch it all around. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. No, for, yes. Yes. <laughs> she came in and had a consulting call with me and I was like, I think that the sales course would be better for you. So she got into the sales course and then I was like, but I think you should definitely pivot your whole business. And the only person you could go to is Corey. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. And you know, and she did. She listened to you. She learned a lot from your sales course, which we'll talk about at the end of our conversation today because um, it's amazing. But then she did contact me. I coached with her for two months and she has exploded a completely, you know, separate genre into her business and really is making a huge pivot into that um, area of her business. So, so that, and that's, that's how we all do this together is that we're listening to what our clients need and it, we serve the heck out of them. And then if we know there's somebody else who can serve the heck out of them, we point them in that direction. And if it's not us that can do it, then we definitely, I've referred several family portrait sessions out in the last month, actually not several, a lot, <laughs> because I have a friend who's amazing at it. And now she actually messaged me yesterday. and was like, Hey, listen, I have a, a client that I, don't do what she's asking, but you do. So can I send her your way? This is how we all, you know, up level. Um, yeah. This is how Corey we do and I have been doing that. We've been doing that. And yes. it's, it's really funny because a lot of businesses who do not um, have kind of the love cat method when it comes to um, holding on to clients, uh, they will be like, I do not understand why you are sending them to someone. I mean, because the truth is, is Corey and I both have our own individual brands. And then we came together as one in our LLC that with this LLC, We The Wed, um, <laughs> we came together as one unit with the reboot. But individually, Corey is a a brand strategist and a coach and uh, especially for photographers doing brand photography. For me, I am working with business women who are looking to up-level their mindset and grow in confidence as they serve their clients in business. And together we come to talk solely about business, but from these two perspectives. And so there are clients who we, we, they literally will contact both of us just because they see us through the reboot. And then you, <laughs> this is so funny. And it is like my favorite thing about all of us is that we will literally be like, thanks so much. We'll send emails and then be like, you know, you really should call Corey. She serves you best in this. And at the same time, Corey's like, I could totally serve you here when you're done. You need to go over. And so, and then we do the same thing with Ashley, but do doing that with people in your um, arena, because it, it makes you look like you actually care about the clients. But here's the secret. You want to know the secret sauce? Um, you actually do have to care about your clients. You do, you do the Munties. Yeah. Yes. That's where the ultimate, yeah. I mean, that right there is mic drop. You have to care about the people more than you care about the money. And you will be amazed at how it can turn your business around. Literally. Right. The client. Right. The, money, the money just comes. The money just comes. The client we were just talking about for Corey She's just so joyful. And that's what I was thinking of. Like, while we were talking, I was like, two months changed her life. You can see it in her, in her photos, like her updated photos of herself. Yes. Pure joy. Okay. Okay. That's all. I love <laughs> okay. that. So here was, here's the question, Ashley. Yep. If a small business owner was struggling to close a sale, what are three things that you would have them evaluate or do in their business to move the needle and bring more money in the door? The number one thing that people do not do that I do not understand, and this is me to you, please do it. It's not going to be weird unless you make it weird. That's like everything in business. It's not weird unless you make it weird. Um, if you don't currently record your sales calls or make detailed notes after a sales conversation, if it's in the DMs via email or in person, you're missing out on the 
the basketball coach review, you have to review it like a coach to see where you didn't do so well. And you can take yourself out of it and become, I basically have two parts of myself. It might sound delusional. This is my secret. I am CEO Ashley and I am employee Ashley and CEO Ashley be on employee Ashley all the time. Did you review everything? I Do love you that. like this? Yeah. So looking at your KPI. Oh, I actually hate that because that feels hard. <laughs> I know. <what? laughs> no, I love that. No, I, I do. I think that's brilliant. That's so funny. That, no, I hate that. <laughs> I Essentially, if you're not looking at data, numbers, KPIs, key performance indicators, based on what people are saying to you, like they're saying, no, I don't want this offer. Why? Did you probe? Did you ask any questions beyond that? Did you see if there's something else you can give them? Um, if you're not reviewing that data, you won't have information that will help you move forward. You'll just keep repeating that insanity cycle. So that's number one. Number two, I would say look at every number you've got. So it still leads into data, likes, comments, DMs. What are people actually saying to you? What do they care about in your social content, your email content? Double down on that. Stop talking about everything else that's not performing. And then come back with the stuff that's not performing in a new way to make it interesting for your customer. That's where marketing plays in. But when you're giving so much value, it's, I don't like the whole like attraction marketing solely and alone, but when that's married with authentic outreach, connection, relationship building, so you have everlasting relationships, you'll see that sales aren't anything. Like at some point you'll just be like, do you want to jump on a call and talk about it? That's your sales pitch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yep. I love that. Mm. Number three, I feel like this is like a big one because now we've got review everything, data. I would say that with sales, if you are doing some elaborate pitch and you feel like the relationship isn't built detailed enough uh, to just be like, hey, girl, you want to jump on a call and talk about this? Uh, let them know in a very easy way of like, we've been talking about X, Y, and Z. I know that I can help you with X, Y, and then Z will naturally happen because of X, Y. Do you think you would be open to chatting about this more on a call? And then give them options. If so, okay, great. Can I talk with you on Thursday at 2 or 4 p.m.? The let me know, no pressure, it's gone from your vocabulary. Don't say it no more. Mm-hmm. Don't say it no more. Well, and I, I think too, one thing that I always notice just from years of seeing people do business online is that they will, especially just from social media platforms, um, people will say, let me know if you have any questions. Ain't nobody going to let you know. You're, you're sending out a blank post that a million people are going to see, or five, depending on the algorithm, I how mean, it feels on real. Tuesday at 3 for p.m. Um, and so, you know, all six people, including your grandma, they're, you know, you're going to get a comment that's like, I'm so proud of my baby, but it is not going to be, <laughs> you know what, this is exactly what I needed to hear. Like, I fully believe, and this is kind of something that Corey and I have adapted for the reboot because the offers that we have are smaller and more intimate, like small numbers, small is the new big for us. Like this has been the most empowering thing ever in our business um, is to focus on a small amount of people to serve the crap out of, like to just give them all we got. And, um, and I feel like you see better results when the immediate initial action is as small as humanly possible from someone. So 
even as silly as it sounds like doing a post where instead of saying, message me if you have questions or, you know, just like this post and I'll connect with you because I know in, in my world of coaching that people, um, one of, one of the benefits of coaching with me is that I'm the initiator. It takes a lot of guts to sign up, to have somebody help you and be really vulnerable and, and render yourself, you know, to accountability. Um, so let me be the person to per- sue you. And I think that that's something that people forget. They just throw it out there. Just let me know if you have any questions. When do I got no questions? Because I'm not thinking about it more because we haven't had a conversation and talked about it. And it's going to take a lot more effort from me to initiate a conversation with you about your product. Like you want my money, come get it. Do you know? Like that's, I think that's a big hang up for a lot of people. Which can sound like you want my money, come get it can sound like hustler. And that's literally not even it. Like it's like from the heart of service of like, we want to go get you and cast that net and help you come in with ease. So it doesn't feel weird or hard for you. And I was thinking as you were talking, like, it's very obvious in mindset coaching, that would be difficult. There's sneaky ways in your services, your products that you don't realize, like shame is attached, difficulty is attached. I never would have thought that marketing and sales created shame, especially for established business owners. We've worked with half a million to million dollar companies. And every time someone comes on and says, yeah, I didn't do that thing that I know I need to do. I'm so sorry. I feel ashamed. I'm like, you feel what now? (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not shame, but remembering that your customer is just human. They have all these little attachments to the service or the product is so important. Even in photography, like they may not love the way that they look, but Corey's going to make them look good. <laughs> and That's right. Melissa's going to make them look good. I mean, Melissa, she's retired. So don't, <laughs> don't ask about no photography. Oh, only for $1.1 million. Well, Melissa, uh, you can hire her to make you look good. Take, I will shoot your wedding on an iPhone for 12 minutes for $25,000. Come and get it. Um, I really will come out of retirement for that. So if you have a 12-minute <laughs> wedding on, you know, in Italy, call me. Sorry. Got you. That sounds um, more like okay, Vegas. This is, this is right. <laughs> right. That's right. Okay, Ashley, this has been so amazing. Thank you so much for pouring into our community this way. I want to lead you to two resources. One, Corey and I have created a free resource based off of that incredible movie from the early 2000s called How to Lose a Guy in 10 Ways. It's called How to Lose a Sale in 10 Ways. And we walk you through common mistakes that people make that crap out their sales. Like it's it's so good. I'm not even kidding. And it's very funny because we are funny. That's what trauma does to you. I'm just kidding. But you can get it by signing up for our email list. It's going to be in the show notes here. You just click below the episode and you'll be able to get on our email list. We will make sure that ends up in your inbox. But Ashley, just two second quick synopsis. Will you please tell us about the Timeless Sales Method course that you have? It's currently open. And I'm going to tell you this course is magic. Just tell us a little bit about where they can find it um, and how they can sign up for it. And also let them know how they can connect and work with you as a marketing consultant. Okay. TheCheetahCompany.com slash sales. That's where we're at for that sales course. I freaking love this course. We were talking about like, you have to believe in your offer and there is nothing I believe in more than this course. I'm obsessed with it because a lot of sales courses will start you out and say like, here's the basics, here's all your mistakes. And then know how (laughs) there's literally no how it's just all this high level. This might could happen. And instead we give you high level, low level action steps at every end point of every lesson There's 18 lessons, four modules, lots of done for you resources inside. And it's essentially 
you're mapped to instinctively, intuitively, and pragmatically know when it's time to serve and when it's time to sell. We talk about your mindset, your sales, your marketing, how those two play together, marketing and sales as a power couple, and then your legacy. We actually talk about a lot at the end of that course, just setting you up for success for the long haul instead of this short Instagram business that disappears tomorrow. Yes. I think that's where a lot of people lose sales is the consistency because they, especially, and I'm going to just say it, I'm going to just say the words, in our beautiful like MLM heavy culture where people run businesses on 30 day cycles, like that's not, that's not real. That's not, that's not real. But it's also, um, you know, you lose sales when people think you're only doing something for five minutes and then, you know, next week you moved on to something else. And so I think this course is incredible and I think it is an incredible resource I would love for you guys to dig into it. Corey and I both have it. It's stellar. We love our Ashley. We love our Ashley. Okay. So one of the ways that we actually um, got super close to Ashley, I met her at a retreat years ago, and then she ended up coming on as a coach with us through the business reboot retreat. And let me just tell you, it it was magic. It was the best. She's our girl. Um, And also that's going to lead us into this final point here. And that is that we've got... um, the doors open real wide for the business reboot retreat that is coming up in September. Enrollment is now open. We only have, I think we have like eight seats left at this point, and we would love to have you join us. It's going to be happening on Lake Norman, just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, September 17th through 21st. You can come learn, work, relax, all those things by Lakeside with us. It's going to be so much fun, but not only do we have great content for you about developing and refreshing your brand, we're also going to be doing live website audits, learning about time management, how to get your business finances in check, and also giving you your own gorgeous mini brand shoot. It's going to be incredible. All of the details and more can be found on our website at thebusinessreboot.com. Applications are linked there. They're in our Instagram profile at businessreboot. And we would love for you to take a look at that and just see if this could be the place where you come to learn to grow, scale, pivot in your business and fall in love with the business in a way that helps you run it successfully um, while also living out the life that you're working so hard for. Ashley, thank you so much for joining yes, us today. You, this has been so fun. Um, okay. Sunshine notes, everybody. Let's That's close right. it out with sunshine, sunshine notes. Sunshine notes and snaps. That's right. Thank we you. will see you back next week with another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. <laughs>